Ah, yes. Mental Health Friday with Marcy Tatro. I'm not Marcy. Marcy has a higher voice than I do. Slightly. Um, I'm Jay Paul, her co-host, and we do this every Friday. Well, for the next two Fridays, anyway, we'll be doing this. And uh, then it'll change to Saturday mornings at 8.05. Um, what is that first Saturday in October? Two, three, four, five, six, seventh. So this Friday and next Friday, we're right here, eight uh, uh, 10 o'clock hour in, uh, on Fridays. And then uh, we'll move to Saturdays at 8.05. Things change anyway. You know, the new fall schedule is out, so we're changing things up a little bit. But uh, welcome, Marcy. Hey, thanks. Your theme song plays every week. Yep, that's when you know you're, you're finding the right show. Yeah, Elton John is my guy. I just I love his songs. All of our shows uh, are on our website, uh, ktoe.com. and uh, so you can listen to them at your leisure in their entirety and without commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's always good too. Uh, and uh, we have nine eight eight is a, a world a nationwide suicide prevention line that you can call if you have troubles in your life that you just uh, can't sort through be a good resource for you because they can talk you through it and uh, maybe point you in the right direction where you need to go or uh, just talk you through a crisis if that's what it is uh, and if you're a, a veteran you can call that number 988 and and just dial one when it prompts you to get an actual veteran to talk about veterans types issues so pretty cool deal yep. and it's really taken off in usage in this country so much needed and we also have a local crisis shelter, too. So we also have a local crisis uh, center in Mankato, if you're in need of that. Um, and there's also a mobile crisis uh, person that can come to you in your area. So, nice. um, yeah. yep, we have a couple of different resources in our area, which is awesome to have those for people. Should say you're a professional in the business. Yep. So um, if you're listening, hi, I'm Marcy Tatra. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I'm a provider here in the local area. But this show is really about supporting the public during this time of great national need here across the board. Yeah. Um, for the national pandemic of mental health crisis, especially with kids and veterans um, and, and different uh, populations that struggle a little bit more so with the mental health component. But um, if you're listening, we, we are a mental health talk show here, uh, which I'm really excited to uh, be part of. Um, kind of. We're kind of a pioneer in the field here, yeah. doing something new. For sure, locally, yeah. Yep. And um, the whole show is combating mental health stigma, uh, getting different stories out, um, sharing access to resources, things you might not know about. And addressing barriers that might get in the way of getting into care sure. and suicide prevention. So anything that falls under those topics, we are uh, game to talk about on the radio uh, with some type of, um, you know, I have some type of uh, censoring and filtering as well, just because of the price, uh, professional licensure that yeah. other radio shows might not have. So, you you know. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. You got to watch yourselves. You've. You've uh, given me that look every once in a while, like, hey, 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 oh, yeah, you're like, going yeah, into I'm dangerous like, area there. Dangerous ice, Titanic there, <laughs> Titanic, we're going to crash. Don't Titanic us, Jay so, Paul. But I mean, I don't know any of your uh, clients, but, uh, and you can't cl- talk about yeah, them. No, but- so like, yeah, I have HIPAA, that's about it. But um, So yeah, so welcome to the show. We are, uh, it's, it's been fun, we've been doing this for nine months. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. The first Friday in, of the year is when we started this. Oh but, yeah, January. Yeah. Speaking of cold. 
<laughs> we'll talk about that second segment. I know. It's on everyone's minds, I think. We don't have a guest today, but you have lots of uh, things to talk about. Yeah. So I mentioned uh, last week, I really want to get people thinking now about fall, but we're going to talk about that more second week, but we have a different topic this morning. Go ahead, J. Paul. Who said this show's not fun? <laughs> oh, we try to spice it up. <laughs> so, I like your other show, your other song too. The, the, oh, the uh, ooh wee one. Yeah, ooh wee. Well, that's my adventure song. So usually, if when you're on a trip, yeah, up, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I love this song because it's like um, this. I think this is a really good song that points uh, talks about like communication and the importance of communicating. So tell me what you want. So I think this is a. Uh, I, I love this part. <laughs> so. You know, in, in therapy, uh, we talk about a lot about trying to help people um, kind of know what, what therapy is like and what you can kind of expect. Yeah. Because I think there's lots of fears, right? We've talked oh, about sure. this on the yeah, show this, a lot. Yeah. And so uh, one of the things about communication um, is th- this pops up in so many different types of relationships, whether it's like a teacher with a child at school, father, daughter, parents, yeah. couples, relationships, friends, you name it. Communication uh, conflicts happen between you know any type of people. There's you know more than one person. A lot of guys, you say communication, and they're like, "Oh God, here we go." Well, I said I didn't say that. That <laughs> at least you said that. But <laughs> I, there, I think there is some type of um, differences. Why in, are we afraid of communication, Marcy? Oh no, that's a great question, J. Paul. Why are you afraid of communicating? <laughs> I'm not. I communicate. Uh, well, kind of. <laughs> so I think. Um, That'd be a good topic to talk about is like some of our fears that kind of go into communicating and why we don't share. And I think, you know, just listing a couple, a couple reasons why people might not share is that you're afraid of being judged. Yeah. Um, you or might, rejected. Yeah. Afraid of being rejected or you're afraid of that you might think that you sound inadequate or you sometimes, usually people say the word stupid. Yeah. I don't like that word. But I mean, if I ask this question, am I going to sound stupid in class or right. if I tell them I like them and I'm in love with them, are they going to think I'm crazy? Right. You know? Yeah. I, I don't recommend doing that on date one. I've done that before. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Not on date one. So, like, um, you know, like. I'm uh, to think maybe I'm not a good communicator because I have uh, been divorced twice. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge that on that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that as a. It's not necessarily my fault. No, think? no. I wouldn't use that as a. That doesn't mean you're not a good communicator. So, I'm not. I don't do, like, uh, couples and relationship counseling, but. I think when it comes to dating, which I think I'm finally going to talk about come October, <laughs> my friend, she says, I do it on date two. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I funny. love you. I want to have a family I know. Like, why, why don't you want to be with me? <laughs> I'll do all your homework for you. <laughs> no. But um, the, the thing with, I think with dating, we're going to talk in, in October. We're going to do a show. I think we're going to do a really fun show for Halloween, actually. So I'm excited about that one. Um, but... Uh, I think the best advice I ever got about dating was it's just about being a match, you know, whether you match with somebody or not. Yeah. And then, but communicating, which is a big part of relationships, the biggest thing I want to stress to people, if you're married or have a relationship or have, this is someone in your life, and this isn't really a parent-child because that's different, but this is about meeting people's needs, right? So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. So yeah. I like that song because that's kind of like, as like a therapist I you know I tell my clients too like, um, you know I'll I'll check in and see you know what's going on but there's a part of people 
uh, this is, I think, George Mead. He has a theory that you never will ever really know the other person. So you 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 will have like a relationship with someone, or you'll you'll be in a, a, a some type of ship with someone, but there's yep. always a part of yourself that you hold back. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. There's always a part like you might not always tell something you're thinking to that person. Right. And so that in George Mead's theory, <laughs> he actually says that you do you never really truly know the other because you don't always communicate or you someone will never share a hundred percent what they're thinking. That's what happens on the soap operas all the time. There's always a hidden secret <laughs> about somebody. Which ones do you watch? <laughs> when I was skipping school forty years ago, I was watching like uh, As the World Turns and Guiding Light. Yeah, I think my mom, my mom used to be like the Young and the Restless. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting because Victor is still on there after all these years. <laughs> Victor and Nikki. Nikki's still on there too. Yeah. She probably still looks like she's thirty though. Yeah. Yeah, I know Botox and all the fillers and stuff. Um, <laughs> but the the biggest thing I think with communicating needs is that. You know, it's kind of like this, J-Paul. And I'm going to use me and J-Paul as an example, and it's going to be made up on the spot right here. Okay. So Scary. <laughs> uh, not too scary, though. Uh, it, the thing would be, I can't meet J-Paul's expectations if I don't know what they are. And he can't meet mine if I don't tell him. So let's say, for example, let's just say we were dating, right? J-Paul and I are dating. Yeah. And I say, hey, how come I walk through the door and and I just glare at him and he's like, what? I'm like, you're drinking a beer. And then I might be like, he's like, why are you mad at me? And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm like, I might not be mad, but I'm like, well, where's my beer or something? Or I might be like, yeah. oh, you didn't do the dishes or you didn't clean the house or something. Or there might be something where I might be mad, but. Need a little help around here. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not fair for me to get upset with my partner if he's just relaxing and having a beer. You know, it's my responsibility to, uh, that falls on me saying, oh, hey, can I have a beer too? Or, you know, oh, I would like to have a beer, you know, sure. so something like that. Or if I'm upset and had a bad day, it'd be nice if you said, hey, hey, Mars, how was your day today? Do you need anything? Can I check in with you? You know, do you need anything right now? But yeah, yeah beer would be great. Thanks. Yeah. You know, something like that. But if you if you get upset with your partner just when you walk in the door and you're mad about stuff, then what's happening is that you're getting mad at your partner without them even knowing what's wrong. Sure. And so... Kind of a sneak attack. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's they're kind of like assumptions and it, like sometimes then there's interpreting that happens within relationships. So the biggest thing when someone says, uh, what can I get you or what can I, what, I can, what, 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 what do you need in this moment? How can I support you? I think that goes a long ways in relationships, you know, because yeah. you feel supported. and But if you don't communicate that... Then that causes a rift or causes a little, like, now I'm irritated. Sure. And then how is your partner supposed to know? So it's really unfair to the partner. And it also falls on you to communicate what you need in that moment. And then when the other person's responsibility is when you're listening to that need. So we're going to use food as an example. So let's say I'm hungry. And you're like, well, I just made you breakfast this morning. Well, we're not talking about breakfast. We're talking about what I need in this moment. Sure. And it's, and then... You're just like, okay, do you need a sandwich or do you need, uh, you know, do you want some fruit? So when someone, when a partner requests something from you, you want to keep it simply as what is the need and can I help support them in that need and meet that need? And it's not, and you don't want to take it personal or get offended if their need is about something that happened that morning or you don't want to interpret it to a different event that occurred at a different time. You want to stay on, no, I just wanted pizza. Well, you didn't like the pizza this morning. We don't, we're not talking about the pizza in the, this morning. Like, okay, what kind of pizza do you want? 
you, so you keep it in the present and you don't bring up any other previous, previous examples in the morning or sure. things that you may not have done or the time you burnt the pizza and you started the kitchen on a fire. <laughs> That's tough that. to do because a lot of, I don't know, I would say most relationships have uh, that element of being defensive when somebody asks for something. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, uh, I get told uh, the thing that always bothered me was, uh, are you mad? And I wasn't mad most of the time, but then I get mad when they ask me if I'm mad. <laughs> well, why do you think they? Why do? Why would they think that? Because you're mad? I'm. Because uh, a lot of guys are just you know. If you no, no, not you, not a lot of guys. You have to answer for you because otherwise you're overgeneralizing. If you ask me, uh, uh, what are you thinking about? I could say nothing and be right. <laughs> the guys don't think about things all the time. Sometimes we're just spacing. And I would just say, just space now. I don't, I don't know. So you're not thinking anything? No, I'm not thinking how I'm going to kill you or <laughs> how horrible the breakfast was or any of that kind of stuff. I was just thinking, just, you know. Well, sometimes that happens, but then it's just your responsibility to say, actually, I'm not thinking anything. And then the other person has to accept it. Yeah, that's the tough part, because they don't always accept that. Well, yeah. So that, that's where it's Yeah, you're right. Communication is very where important. Yeah. Some of these breakdowns occur, but this is one kind of simple one. If, if folks, if you could do this, trust me, it makes a big difference. When your husband or wife or partner walks in and let's say they've been farming all day, just ask them, hey, what do you need? Can I get you anything? And they might just say, yeah, I would like a hug. Or they say, actually, I'm just really tired. I need a glass of water. Then you just give them a glass of water and you yeah. do whatever, but then you don't, you don't, you want to give them time to decompress. Oh. <laughs> See, Paul, you're getting excited over there. <laughs> My hat fell off. I got all but, this hair under here. Uh, so, yeah, so when, when your partner is communicating their need, you just really want to f- fulfill that need for them and then not overthink it or not try not to react. You want to stay focused in the moment. All right. We got a break because the news block is here, but we'll be back with more uh, with Marcy on Mental Health Friday here on KTOE. For- And we're back for uh, segment two of the Mental Health uh, Show. With for better or for worse, folks, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if only it was only a reality show and everybody could see what goes on behind the scenes. I know. I think they'd be they'd be dun, cheering dun, us. Dun. I know it'd be Star Wars music <laughs> and they're like dun, 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 and then they'd be cheering me on. Okay, go Mars, go. <laughs> And then I can see the cheerleaders going, suck it, suck it, suck it to them. Yeah. Anyways. So anyway, we talked about uh, uh, We were talking uh, about communication. communication in the first segment. So we are talking yeah. about just uh, it's important to uh, communicate your needs. Otherwise, you can't get mad at your partner for not knowing what you're thinking. You can't do that, okay? Yeah. It's not fair to uh, make to assume the other person knows what you're thinking. You know, that's not fair. So don't do that. That's 101. Okay. Okay. That's it. We're keeping it very easy, folks. We're communication, one-on-one, one lesson per show for that. Second thing, we're prepping because it's getting cold outside. Yep. So welcome, folks. Winter's coming. We've been talking about this. Winter's coming. Yeah. Hopefully not for two more months, but Well, I think we're going to have an early winter this year. Leaves are turning already. That's because they died. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty sad, actually. The leaves are turning in August. Yeah. Well, it's dry. I know. It's been it's been rough. And they were talking about two to three inches of rain this weekend. Now they're down to maybe an inch. It's like, come on. Hmm. 
So I'm not going to let your heart get broken from communication skills, folks. Well, we are going to work on communicating, but we're also going to work on... Your cold, cold heart. Well, the cold, cold weather that's coming. <laughs> so um, so I want you to start thinking about winter and our long winter. So I would just kind of assume the worst, you know, for mental health resiliency. If you're someone that struggles with like seasonal depression or bipolar, because those are um, ones that kind of get triggered... Um, you really want to start prepping now and start thinking about how can I be creative? Uh, what can I do? And also kind of get out and do things and not be a hold up in your, yeah, but yes, you want to do that, but you want to be more intentional about it and kind of get some structure going. So like you want to sit down and look at your calendar, like, you know, pop open your phone. Yep. Pop open your phone too, Paul. We're doing it together. Pop open your phone. All right. So we have October here pretty soon, November, December, January, February, March. So let's just kind of think we're going to have five, six months of winter. Well, that's depressing. I don't see the thought. See, that's what happens. You get sad. So yeah. like we get news, we get cold news, we get a little bummed. So how do we cheer ourselves up? This is what we're. I'm going to show you. All right. So I know that snow might fall, I would say, by November 19th. That's my birthday. We usually have snow by then. Yeah. Okay. So what I would try to plan is maybe... A slight vacation, maybe, or a three-day weekend adventure to either Denver, because Denver has like a 20-degree negative difference. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's always better weather, better weather out there. So I guarantee Denver would be more fun. So if I was planning ahead, I would plan like a birthday weekend in Denver. December, I would look at the calendar to find out my hobbies, right? So if you like ice fishing, I would start getting your ice fishing gear ready. Right. And that way you can kind of plan, maybe you want to rent a cabin or... Take out your ice palace for some of you uh, fisher guys. They have these huge ice castle. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, they're not. some of them are even two stories. I don't know some if we have them down are very here. Serious about it. Yeah. Have you seen those though? Yeah. There's uh, the two story ice houses. Mm-hmm. They have them up north. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe we have a ice like a well, my friend so, and I we're gonna so have a fishing party this this winter. So we'll keep you guys posted. And we'll have a <laughs> ooh, you'll know okay. the episode. But um, so if you're an ice uh, fishing guy, plan some like fishing contest or something like that where you, you have something to look forward to. So I would look think about something like that for, uh, yeah, see my girlfriend's in. We're going fishing, <laughs> but we're just going to go have fun. Um, I don't fish. Well, you just uh, uh, coincidentally have a fishing rod. You don't have to put them in. Well, yeah, we're you just we're just in a line. Yeah, so I'm going ice fishing with Brittany. We're making plans right now. She's texting me, so she's on the show. She's our silent partner. Uh, we're gonna be up at Red Lake, right, Britt? Okay, so we're gonna go. This is how. So this is how we're planning our winter. So you want to you want to start planning ahead and looking at your calendar, and then also find like an indoor. Uh, I just say this. I make a list. You want an indoor hobby, so you want to find something you can do indoors for when the weather's bad. Yeah. And you want to stock your shelves for like you know water and food and stuff for when you get kind of stuck. That way you have you know you're prepared. Sure. If you have kids and uh, you have some money. Great Wolf Lodge is always fun. <laughs> oh, see, that'd be a good one. Yeah, it's a getaway. And then uh, up in the cities. That's and in the cities. All the water stuff they have. That's great. It's a great and then track. if you want to do one in Wisconsin Dells in January. Yeah, yeah. So then I book that, or maybe it's a, just a one night. You know, if you can't afford, you know, a long time. Um, yeah. But the, if you can plan, <laughs> like even like a one day, like even a uh, getaway here. If you want to just go to a hotel here that has a pool or something, uh, mm-hmm. kids love that. Yeah, and it much. doesn't and it doesn't have to be like something extravagant. But if you can plan like one thing a month, or like you're going to a craft yeah. fair, some there's some like really cool holiday fairs coming up. Actually, there's one here in October. I just saw it at Starbucks. Hang on, I'll uh, share that. 
Oh, my well, pictures are coming up. On what's myself. your friend's name? Brittany. Yeah, Brittany. There's a, a the bridal show is coming up here. Oh, Brittany is already married. Oh, okay, I thought she. Second, no, I, she, second date she's planning oh no she was, no she was teasing me she said that was me <laughs> oh you okay yeah so I'm like I go get married 30 times <laughs> alright the maker fair uh, is an indoor outdoor handcrafted market food trucks goodie bags uh, October 14th 2023 9am to 4pm that's here at the Nicollet County Fairgrounds so that's like one type of fair it's a holiday fair again October 14th uh, 8, 9 to 4pm at the Nicollet County Fairgrounds so uh, there's different types of um, holiday things. And so I think, again, thinking of one intellectual stimulation, right? So you need something maybe like um, reading a new book series, okay? Sure. Um, maybe it's getting together with a bunch of guys and playing uh, Euchre. Like I love Buck Euchre or Euchre. Yeah. If we can find a club to play on Saturdays, that is really fun to do. Yeah. Um, have a Manhattan. Backgammon and, leagues. Yeah, you can do. So I would So I'd Fantasy recommend. Football. Yeah, so I'd recommend something like uh, uh, one social activity with a group of friends once a week, uh, one intellectual type thing for your own brain, for, you know, for this thinking. Isn't, this isn't, inf- I mean, everybody can use this information, but you're, you're talking to people who uh, don't, well, they don't want to go and do anything. I'm just talking about in general from good mental okay. health, how to survive a nine-month winter. Okay. Six months or whatever. Because, like, these are things I do, what you're talking about. I plan that with my kids. So. Mm-hmm. Ahead of time, but, the, but this, this it, people really do get cabin fever, especially in that March. If we have those extended winters through April, May, yeah. But you want to be really intentional and plan that that sunshine, especially January, February, March. Yeah. So that's that where I would the... go out to Colorado because Colorado again has great weather. They have more snow than we do. Yeah, up but in the upper elevations. But. Yeah, in the elevations, but it actually melts right away. So if you're in Denver, Denver, yeah, the snow will melt within the next day. Okay. So it doesn't actually stick on the ground, and you can go skiing, and you can play tennis in in January. And there is they it's have the biggest, national it's, parks around every corner out there. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like the biggest nomenclature, um, the biggest fallacy. Again, it's the biggest uh, myth, right? That there's lots of snow out there. Again, it's only in the mountains, and it, it melts literally like yeah. the next day. So it's like it's like sixty degrees in January, February. She would know. She lived there for mm-hmm. a while. It's like dry heat and or dry weather, no humidity. Your hair's nice, no yeah. bugs. But anyways. So you really want to plan ahead now, just like how you would for your lawn, right? So everyone out, you know, comes October, November, you're planning, you're prepping your house for winter. Well, don't forget to prep your mind. Your mind is more important than your lawn. Yeah. So if you're going to prep your house and everything like that, you want to prep your mind and, and uh, yeah, definitely plan ahead. Jake, what are you doing this winter for fun? Curling. That's all he does. Hang out with you. Oh, fine. Are you going to teach us how to curl? No, you guys should try it. You'd love it. Really? Yeah. I'm really afraid easy. I'm going to fall on the ice and... No. You can walk outside, can't you? Yeah? You can wear little rubber things on your feet. You're going you're, to take us curling? Yeah. We can do a show out there? I don't see why not. Oh, there, we should do that. A lot of people need help out there. <laughs> well, I would love to curl. I've never done it before. <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. How long have you been curling for? Not very long. Oh, he leads the whole thing here. He's oh, the... But there, we've had a lot of people from the Olympics from Minnesota, haven't we, for curling? Yeah. Not in this. But Duluth? Not the last one. But yeah. yeah the one, He's the Grand Poobah here in town. The Grand what? Grand Poobah. El Presidente. Oh. Of curling so I thought that was a name for the person on the curling team. <laughs> <laughs> like a title. It could be, I guess. Yeah, we'll have to work on that and see what we can come up with. But yeah. yeah. You'd be yeah. a good sweeper, Marcy. I don't know. Does I just sweep the ice before the puck? What's the, what's the thing called? It's called a rock. It's called a rock. Or a yeah, it's pretty fun. You'd probably enjoy it. It's really, uh, it's a good time. And it's more, 
uh, fun finesse people. and strategy than it is like athletic prowess and power. I mean, now obviously, when you look at me, you think athlete. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> He's wiry. But you don't have to be built quite like this. He's wiry. <laughs> so how many? How much time do you spend curling it? Literally uh, oh per week. Between, I mean, just me. I spend, you know, I probably play on two leagues this year, which is, you know, probably twelve hours a week. Maybe not quite that much. I mean, the game is only about two and a half hours. Two, two and a half hours at the most. But um, it's kind of it's kids very curl. social. Um, I'm the soulful. president of the club, as you mentioned. So I'm at the club a lot. We've got weekend events. My oldest daughter curls competitively, so we uh, we have to go places and curl. They and, allow alcohol. <laughs> there's a little bit of that. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. That makes it more, more entertaining. By the way, my girlfriend says I don't know how to sweep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll teach him. Did you hear that, Brittany? I'm going to learn how to sweep officially. There you go. I like the sweeping, and I've always been pretty good at it because, well, I have an unfair advantage. Um uh, my mom was a witch, so I grew up around brooms. <laughs> but um, boom, Halloween oh, joke. The sound effects in this show. I, I know we do need sound effects. Uh, but uh, to your point, it is important to find something, especially in the winter, to get out and do. Uh, even if you just keep your walks up or do anything to stay active, because otherwise, it's easy to kind of slump. Mm-hmm. You get down. Yeah. Even out here at work, you can feel the difference in the people. So well, and also I think with the difference with the radio job too, and we'll also also us as providers, you do a lot of sitting. You're not getting any movement in, and when you're not getting movement in, you're not getting your energy, and so you get more sluggish in your mood, and so it's important not to just right. sit, especially when it's like all the, we're snowed in with the blizzards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's uh, out here especially, yeah. It's yeah, if the only workout you get is walking out to smoke, you need more. That's not true. smokes. <laughs> true. No, not more smokes. <laughs> you need more uh, activity. Is a great way, though. It when is. does it start? We, we will start our regular season January 1st or you know that first full week of January we'll have a introductory seasons and what we call our early league seasons will start here like uh first week in November all right sign me up Brittany just said she signed up too so she's coming with me all right we're gonna learn how to curl you guys are in it's great all right awesome well thanks Jake you bet you guys have fun it is fun. I did it. Uh, I had a girlfriend that uh, was from a curling family, and they re- they required it. If you're going to date my daughter, you're curling with me. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I don't like to sweep, but I like to vacuum. For the record, <laughs> they don't allow those on the ice. <laughs> I'm so, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of afraid I'm going to fall on ice. But see, this no, is how how awesome is this? We're talking about finding something to do for the winter. Yeah, and, here's and now we have something. a new idea. Yeah, and it's going to lift our spirits and and get us through winter. Yeah. It's uh, and there's millions of things like that you can. You know what? I'm laughing because I can see me getting a curling outfit. It's gonna be like a bright, bright pink jogger outfit, <laughs> a Barbie outfit. That would probably work. <laughs> a Barbie curling outfit. Yeah, that would work. Right, Brit. We're gonna then we're gonna play our song Ooey. Yeah, in a minute or two here. So uh, good show today. I think we covered yeah. a couple nice topics there. Um. And the big thing is too, is like again, when you're when you're paying attention to your body and you know you're starting to feel sluggish, the biggest things you can do is eat, exercise, and sleep. Those are the things that are gonna get you more, you know, energy. So if you're feeling sluggish, try really sort out if you need uh, tune in to see if you need water, drink more, um, eat, get some exercise, rest. Um, but you need some joy in your life, and that's gonna, that's what's gonna help you get through winter as well. So I really want everyone out there thinking about what what can I do this winter intellectually spiritually physically mentally uh socially in all those capacities because like wellness isn't just like feeling good about yourself it's it's a whole 
it's, it, there's lots of different uh, categories within the wellness. So you want to think about yeah. physical, emotional, pleasure, relationships, and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, if you want to uh, listen to the this show and other past shows, we have like 25, 26, some of that, I forgot, I've lost track, of uh, original shows. Uh, on our website, ktoe.com, just look for the podcasts there, and you can listen to them in their entirety without any uh, interruption at your own leisure. Also, uh, keep in mind, next Friday is the last Friday for this show, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 10 o'clock hour. We're going to move to 8.05 on Saturday mornings before the MSU uh, Angus Davis Coaches Show. The Hoffner, Haugen, Harrington Law Firm of shows, that's at 8.30 on uh, Saturdays, right before the bench warmer. So... Uh, Marcy and I will be there at 8.05, and I will be there at the bench warmer at 9.10 as well. That's a full Saturday for sure. And then, we're but, gonna, then maybe you'll watch us dance in our bright pink windbreakers, Brittany says. We'll be dancing at the uh, curling oh, yeah, in our 80s bright Barbie pink outfits. Believe me, there will be video of that if it happens. And then we're going to now play the Barbie song, Dance, Watch Me Dance. How fitting is that? So yeah. welcome to listening. Or thanks for listening, folks. Uh, get out there. Think about what you need to do this winter. Get your uh, mental resilience and survive the, the our seasons here. And communicate. <laughs>